for your life? Do you know where you want to go? Are you looking to be happier, healthier, and wealthier while having more fun every day? Meet our empowerment architect and goddess gardener, Cynthia Bryan, as she engages in energetic exchanges with success experts, bringing you research, innovations, strategies, and techniques to strengthen your life, business, and personal spaces. Be inspired, motivated, encouraged, and empowered. Lend us your ears right here on Star Style. Be the star. Are you are the party starts now? Well, hello, power partners. Welcome to our informational playground, Star Style Be the Star You Are, brought to the airwaves under the auspices of Be the Star You Are charity. I'm your host, Cynthia Bryan, and I am so excited to be here with you today, coming to you live on the Voice America Network, the Empowerment Channel. It is going to be a party today because this is our Earth Gratitude Party. Our Earth Gratitude Festival is coming up and we're starting to celebrate today. And we'll be going right through Earth Day and uh, the weekend of, and we have some power people with us today. So in segment two, you're going to be meeting the founders of the Earth Gratitude Festival, Natalie Pace and Christopher Van Buren. In segment three, one of our Be The Star You Are teens and Express Yourself teen, Ruhani Shabra, has also been chosen to be part of the festival with her poem, which is Shall Grandma Tell You? And she'll be on live with us. And right now, I am very excited, though, to introduce you to our seventh grader, Sharanya Roy, who also was chosen to be part of the festival with her beautiful poem, Token of Gratitude. She is also on Express Yourself Teen Radio as a reporter and she is just a, a terrific volunteer, actually won the President's Volunteer Service Award. So welcome, Sharanya, to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. Thank you. I am so excited that, that you are part of this festival. What does it mean to you? It means a lot to me from like a very young age. has always very, um, I don't know, I love the earth the way it was and I never wanted to change. <laughs> a good answer, good answer. Well, uh, because we're talking about Earth Gratitude, and for those who want to visit the we website, it's earthgratitude.org, um, I would really love you, if you're fine with it, uh, Sharanya, if you would read this beautiful poem that you wrote. And then afterwards, let's talk about the uh, film that you uh, created to go along with the poem and what it means to you. So anytime you're ready, I would love you to read your poem. Okay, thank you. Token of gratitude. The rush of the winds, the roar of the ocean, the thumping of the earth. Together they make the beat for the tune of the world, a sweet melody which has rung through the crevices of time. Each action we take, each sound we make, everything we do, make up the notes to this timeless piece of music that has been played for centuries. The melodies composed by our individual actions added with the natural elements that make up the world. Put the harmony, the less appreciated portion, which shapes the piece, 
for the world, the harmony that is struck to be played is the bond of gratitude between humanity and nature. The food on our table with a rich, decadent, flavorful taste, her light, airy tang, they're all nature's bounty, providing us with the nutrition needed to keep on functioning. We get this from Mother Earth without being liable to her with money or more goods, but we owe her a token of gratitude. These tokens make the world revolve. It makes a song that is played. It makes up the harmony. But now, as time walks its path, our tokens of gratitude to Mother Earth are reducing in number. The reducing number of tokens are threatening our relationship with Mother Earth. And the song that has been played through the different eras of time is slowly losing its articulation and power. As the number of tokens shrink around the world, the song which once inspired unity to ring through the fabrics of humanity this song now inspires chaos. The lack of unity and gratitude started by the need to compete, the need to be better than everyone else, the need to advance at all costs, no matter what the price. This ruthless ambition evolved into a one-track vision of just seeing our goals, but not being able to see the rising water levels waiting to usurp us not being able to feel the rising temperatures and not being able to hear the once cheerful chirps of birds. To fix this narrowed vision of the world, we just need to instill one element, gratitude, the harmony of the world, the base that is essential to the world's advancement, the part we have forgotten in the race to be the best. Gratitude was never just saying thank you. It was appreciating the world, and being able to understand that we can never reach our goals if we don't bring with us everyone and everything to the top. When we can engrave this word in our mind, we can make a difference to the world by appreciating the seeds our ancestors once sowed, which have turned into goods that we reap. When gratitude becomes essential in every human being, that is when the tokens that revolve the earth will grow in number. And that is when we can reverse this mindless attack upon Mother Earth. Thank you. Well, that is such a very poignant and very, very deep, beautiful poem. Tell me about your inspiration. And I know that you just love poetry because you, uh, you actually on Express Yourself this is what you are talking about is poetry and writing because you really enjoy writing. But um, give me the backstory of this particular poem. Um, I recently went to India over the winter and there there were two major differences I saw. So I first went to um, Kolkata, which is a metropolitan city. And when you see and then after that, I went to the villages in um, West Bengal and I saw a drastic difference. Although there was a difference in like the socioeconomics and one side was obviously thriving economically and the other was kind of struggling. There were two drastic differences where Kolkata was a little more littered. Um, and I didn't think people had that appreciation for the um, earth as people in villages did because people in villages actually um, live 
because of the earth. They farm. Right. They grow crops. And um, because of this, they have more of an appreciation for the earth, which um, causes them to, I don't know, it's like they have a connection with it, and that's what unifies them as a whole. But then in Kolkata, where there's more of a competitive um, edge, where everybody has to do better because um, of this independence that has been engraved into them, there's less of an appreciation for the earth. And there's more littering because nobody really depends on it. And I think when we learn that at least one part of us is thriving because of the earth, I think that is when we can make this change to um, the devastation that's now being caused. And how do you feel that teens um, differ maybe between India and here in California? What your perception of how teens might look at the earth? I think I wasn't really submerged in um, teens in India, but one thing I can say about here is that we're worried kind of about our future because we don't know if those green fields we see today will be there tomorrow. It's like this um, uncertainty that's floating inside of us. And Probably the same same's happening in India because of um, flooding and m- heavier monsoons and drier seasons. The, this um, very turbulent climate. I think okay. we're worried about our future, but in the same way, we want to do something to help it. I, I believe with all my heart. And I know that in the film that I made, I actually say this, is that I really believe it's going to be the future generations. It's your generation and beyond that can save the earth. And so that is um, that to me is very important that you're feeling so critical about the circumstances that our planet finds itself in right now. And. So in your school, um, is there anything that people are doing for Earth Day? Have you let them know about the Earth Gratitude Festival? Um, Yes, I'm starting to tell more and more people about it. But one thing the school does, I think, would be um, constantly recycling. Recycling is like a part of our school that um, students take part of. There's this group in our school that um, comes like, every two days in a week and takes out the recycling on their own to make sure that we have a say in what's happening for our contribution to the um, climate. And what about now where you are, do you or your family, do you like to grow your own vegetables or um, plant or how do you spend time in nature? Well, our family, my family and I, we go hiking sometimes. Um, we go up in the mountains. Uh, whenever we travel, we make sure to uh, make nature a part of us because nature is different all across the world. Um, in one state, it might be different than the other. And that's what makes everything unique. And in our school, we actually have a garden, which the garden club's part of. We're starting to grow more plants there, more fruits, more vegetables. And I think that's one big step towards um, appreciating the nature as a whole. 
I'm so glad, uh, Sharanya, that you brought up the idea of gardens in schools, because I know that on Express Yourself, uh, we have done shows about schoolyard gardens. And to me, I think if you start planting when you're young and you grow some, you know, even if it's a few radishes or carrots or whatever, you're going to appreciate the cycle of life and you'll really have much more nutrition when you grow it yourself. So it's great that your school has started a garden. So I want to just get back to your poetry in the little time that we have left, because you you write so many different poems and you've shared them on Express Yourself from time to time. Do you have a certain genre of poetry that you like to uh, focus on or is it whatever strikes you? Give us give us an idea of, of how your mind and heart and soul works when it comes to writing your poetry. Um, I usually write in free verse because I think that's the best way where I can um, bend the barriers and um, let my creativity flow. And about topics, I think it's usually whatever I um, see or hear that somehow feels different or unique to me or something I need to get out of my mind. Some of them are really positive, while others are pretty cynical at times. But I think that's the um, that's how I think through my poems, I want to represent the human mind and the community and society we live in and how we can make it better or what things that are already so good in it. Uh, well, and, you know, for everyone listening, you can listen to Sharanya. She does a segment called The Scribble on Express Yourself Teen Radio on Sundays, 3 p.m., and she strives to change how teens look at writing because she wants uh, teens to know it's not just about writing essays, but it is a vast ocean of new techniques and ideas. So I love the way you unwrap things for teens. Sharanya, congratulations on Token of Gratitude being accepted into the Earth Gratitude Festival, along with all these incredible luminaries like the Dalai Lama and Jane Goodall and um, Prince Charles and Elon Musk and, uh, let's see, Deepak Chopra, Ron Finley, the Duchess of Northumberland, and many others. So congratulations, and we'll be listening to you on um, on the radio. And then for all of you listening, Earth Gratitude is going to be happening April 22nd and 23rd, uh, starting live uh, streaming at 8 a.m. And you can go to earthgratitude.org. Thank you, Sharanya, for being on Star Style. Be the star you are. And I'll be right back. And when I do come back, you're going to meet the founders of the Earth Gratitude Festival, Christopher Van Buren and Natalie Pace. I'm Cynthia Bryan. You're coming. uh, I'm coming to you live on the Voice America Network. You're listening live on the Voice America Network. And don't go away. Get autographed copies of New York Times bestselling author Cynthia Bryan's books at www.starstyleradio.com. Get inspired and motivated to be your best self with Be The Star You Are, 99 Gifts, and Be The Star You Are for Teens. Buy cases at a deep discount to give away as gifts and premiums. Visit www.starstyleradio.com or call 925-377-STAR. 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 
Are you seeking a Dynamo speaker for your meeting, conference, or organization? Internationally recognized keynote speaker and New York Times bestselling author and lifestyle coach, Cynthia Bryan, will bring her energetic expertise, passionate professionalism, and ebullient personality to your event. Hailed as an expert in lifestyle, women's issues, self-help, personal balance, leadership, media, gardening, and interior design topics, Cynthia Bryan is a popular empowerment keynote speaker around the world, lecturing to audiences of 100 to 5,000. For rates and bookings, call 925-377-STAR, 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 and visit www.cynthiabryan.com. When you want the best, book Cynthia Bryan, www.cynthiabryan.com. Are you a teenager with lots to say, but no one to talk to? Let your creativity explode and your voice be heard on the radio program, Express Yourself, a show by teens, for teens, and about teens. No topic is off limits as you connect with teens with attitude. Check out Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel. And join our global community where teens talk and the world listens. www.btsya.com. You can express yourself. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. You need to live up to your full potential. You've heard that for years, but now there's a channel to help you get there. Introducing the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Our listeners have told us that they want to be motivated, hear about success stories, and positive encouragement around the clock. And we've responded to you. The Voice America Empowerment Channel is the home of the world's top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success experts. Listen to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's here at voiceamericaempowerment.com. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show business is called. Well, we are so happy that you have stayed with us on this special show for Earth Gratitude and the Earth Gratitude Festival. The miracle moment for today is brought to you by Be the Star You Are. You can visit bethestarur.org and find out more information about Earth Gratitude and register, etc. there. Anton Chekhov said, there are fewer and fewer forests. The rivers are drying up. The game birds are becoming extinct. The climate is ruined. And every day, the earth is becoming poorer and more hideous. And that leads me into our guest who is with us today, who is a co-founder of the Earth Gratitude Festival. Her name is Natalie Pace. She has written several books, and she, as I said, is the co-creator of this project. She's the author of Amazon bestsellers of Put Your Money Where Your Heart Is, ABCs of Money, and The Gratitude Game. And she has a new book coming out, The Power of Eight Billion. It's up to us. Welcome, Natalie, to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. Thank you so much, Cynthia. I'm so grateful to be here. Well, you know, I am so grateful to be a part of this Earth Gratitude Festival, as are our two teens, 
from Express Yourself Teen Radio, who are also volunteers with Be The Star You Are. But I want to get to how you got involved with Earth Gratitude. I know that uh, Christopher Van Buren and yourself are co-creators and you work very closely together. But when did this come to the forefront? When did you, uh, you know, initiate this idea to put an e-festival together that would encompass the world? Yeah, so it's really exciting. I'll try to make it very short and brief. But, you know, I have been traveling the world since about 2002, touring sustainability projects as my passion project, because I wanted to be able to report on the great um, innovations and, and things that people were doing around the world so that we could all be inspired by it and also kick the dirt because sometimes you get concept drawings of things that are just not going to happen. And I really wanted to be able to say, look, I've been here. This really works. This is a great thing. And um, then, you know, in about 2016, I had the gratitude game. Uh, I was trying to promote it. And I talked to my book agent, who is Bill Gladstone. He's a very famous, you know, book agent. He is also my agent. And I love Bill. (laughs) Yeah. And he said, you know, I said, let's do a gratitude summit. He goes, let's do it on Earth Day. And we both just had these giant light bulbs above our head. And then, of course, we brought in Christopher because he's fabulous on, you know, on websites and on um, ebooks and all this. But the bottom line is really kind of funny because I said, you know, I think I can get the Prince of Wales in maybe year four. And I think I can get the Dalai Lama maybe by year five. There's no way they're coming in the first few years. They're going to wait and see what we do. Well, the Prince of Wales came in the first year, as did Deepak Chopra. The Dalai Lama came in the second year. And, you know, since then, we've just been building and building on strength. And as you know, we have the Dalai Lama again this year with a special message. Sia gave us access to Miracle, one of her songs. We were that able to. That song is gorgeous, it. too. I it's love just it. So, I mean, it's just so upbeat. And it just, I mean, it's a real feel good song. It makes you really want to love the earth. Yeah, yeah. And I love the theme. You know, I don't want to quit before the miracle. Let's put one foot in front of the other. And that's, that's the general theme of earth gratitude. And, you know, probably why you were attracted to come in and bring your, your, you know, wonderful teens that you're bringing in is that, you know, it's a positive message. It's like, look, we can do this. And it really is up to us. And the good news is, there's all kinds of benefits that we get personally when we get closer to Mother Nature, when we get green. Oh, I, I am so with you. I mean, I, I grew up on a farm. I am a total nature girl. I write nature stories. I write those kind of books. And, and yeah. so I am really, you know, I, I, I'm really a, a person that I totally believe we have to take care of our planet and all of us have to get out into nature more to sustain yeah. ourselves. I mean, it's it, we get regenerated and rejuvenated and yeah. rebirthed, you know, yeah. when whatever we're doing, whether it's out in the garden or on a hike or under a tree or near a river or an ocean, whatever. And we I, we really need to embrace that more. And I, I mean, I look at nature as my cathedral. So that's what I call it. Nature is my mm. cathedral. It's yeah. where I worship every day. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I what I love is we're able to feature in the kids corner, um, you know, how it. I wish that this was around when my son was a child. It just wasn't as much. And now there's a huge movement towards school gardens and community gardens yes. and outdoor learning. And it's so exciting to watch, you know. Yes. 
Yes, we were talking about that, and we've done some shows on Express Yourself about those gardens. And, of course, um, we're going to be having you on Express Yourself as well to talk about it. But why don't you tell, um, explain to our listeners what they can expect. If they go to earthgratitude.org and just register, it's all free, by the way. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would love you to, to um, just say what's going to be happening these two days on uh, Earth Day, which is, I love the number, don't you? April 22nd, 2022. I mean, it's so yeah. good. 22, yeah. 2022. I mean, that's so, so great. So, yeah. uh, so on this 22nd and on the 23rd, because that you have music, there's art, there's the film festival, there's Kids Corner, there's um, just all kinds of projects. Would you kind of elaborate of what the plan is? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, we do have these special messages from our superstars like Sia and again, the uh, video that accompanies it, which is actually about a family with a young son who were living in a very, a very, very CO2 heavy footprint. And, you know, they were in Vegas and they actually were actually um, seeing the Lake Mead go down. So they really felt like their footprint was just not right. And they made a brave choice to move to the wilderness. They now live in an off-grid solar powered home. They built it all themselves. And, you know, so there's that inspiring journey set to see his beautiful song, Miracle. We have eco-living tips from Ed Begley Jr., which is great because his whole house is an eco-learning lesson. Mm -hmm. We have two different panels. Um, my panel is called Earth 2.0, and it features people who are actively healing the planet in ways that each one of us can model. And then there's Human 2.0 about the importance of the mindset. And if, if you don't mind, I just want to talk a little bit about the gratitude side of Yes, absolutely. Because it's it's called Earth Gratitude. So this is the point is to show our gratitude for Mother Earth. Yes. Now there's two sides to it. The first side is that when you're grateful for something, you tre you treasure it, you cherish it, you treat it differently. So, you know, as for me, let's say I, I decided this year, okay, I want to really reduce my CO2 footprint. By the way, mine's pretty low as it is already because I walk and bike rather than drive cars. I do a lot of things that really reduce your CO2 footprint, but I want to go even further. And, um, and so what I was doing is saying, okay, I'm going to place the planet at the top of the list. So I do a lot of retreats and people would love to come to the retreats and do them in person. Of course, the pandemic stopped all that. But now I realize... If I keep most of my retreats online, I can save 100 air flights a year. So there's what the people want and then wow. there's what the planet wants, right? Mm -hmm. And so I just said, look, our Zoom meetings are actually in many ways better. And yes, there's still a reason to get together and have a brain trust. But for the beginner retreats, your first introduction, it's a better experience and it's better for the planet. So it's, but it's interesting because you know, would I have made that choice if I didn't say planet is going to be number one this year in all my choices? Now, did the pandemic have something to do with that choice of putting planet number one? Because you probably were, were already having to have a lot of Zoom meetings, even just to prepare for this festival. Oh, yeah. So the interesting thing is, you know, I've been doing my personal retreat since like 2006. And we have always had someone come in on Skype. Zoom has been around for a long time, but it really got great right before the pandemic. And so 
it was, it's just a much better and much easier now than it was in 2006 or 2007. The, the technology wasn't as good, you know? Right, right. Well, I mean, Zoom is a new, th- is, I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty new, but now everybody's using it, right? <laughs> well, actually, it's older than we think. It's funny because I, uh, when I started using Zoom, I realized that, like, I think it was maybe in 2006 time period, someone had given me one of their first video cameras. And so I have all these old Zoom videos that I made from back then. Oh. And the minute I started doing Zoom, they all popped up. But anyway, back to Earth Gratitude. Yes. So that's, that's the piece of it that we, I think that we're really missing. And the other side of it is that we want to, you know, a lot of times, like all of our other holidays have fun things you do. You know what you do on Thanksgiving. You know what you do on Valentine's Day. And on Earth Day, it was more like, well, I'm going to go clean up the beach. And you did it maybe every other year or something like this. And it didn't feel celebratory as much. So we were saying, let's make ritual, our Earth rituals, things that are fun for our friends and family, because that's going to make us want to do it. And and again, as you pointed out, being in nature, like it's really hard to be grateful for something that you don't know. You've got to get out in nature and do it, you know? Right, right, right. I know for years um, I have uh, been a speaker and a guest at a an Earth Day wilderness uh, retreat. And it's been really, really fun because it was for the whole family out in the wilderness where, you know, That's you fun. would look, you would, the kids would learn um, Native American um techniques and they would go on these hikes where they would you know find different fossils and you know all kinds of things and my my part was explaining all the different wildflowers and plants and weeds and what was edible and not edible and you know that kind of thing what a great skill set yeah it's and you know what it really is especially mm-hmm. when we're facing when we might be facing a hunger in the days ahead you know yeah. And we, yeah. you definitely want to know what would be edible but in any case um, I think the whole idea of celebrating the earth and making it a fun fun day is is going to be really, really important. So I know also talk about the art because there's going to be like an art sale that is the the NFTs. Is that correct? Do I have that right? Well, well, no, not the NFTs this year, but we have been so fortunate, um, largely from Roots and Shoots and Damers First School and some of these schools around the world that we've been able to feature. Um, so we've been very fortunate. We have this amazing young artist that is from uh, Abu Dhabi and he does brilliant art and he did like one of those fast edit videos for us and of course you have two of your featured teens reading poems and essays um you know there are there's other artwork there as well so yeah the art is a big part of it and again you know it's just another way of expressing gratitude right right yes yes exactly so uh, when it starts on April 22nd at 8 a.m. Pacific, and that's going to be the um, that that's going to be the panel, is that correct? It's a live stream, and it's going to include all of our superstars. So you know we don't yet have the run of show from each day, but eight to ten each each day is going to be a live stream, and again. You know, we do have some all-star contributors coming in and a lot of kids stuff and it'll all be interspersed. It's all going to be kid and family friendly. 
Uh, you know, it's just so exciting because it's just so, it's very, very important that we get everyone involved because there really is only one way to save the pro- the planet, and that is as if each individual takes responsibility for herself or himself and, you know, educate um, we have to educate ourselves in order to protect it. And we, we only have one planet, at least yeah. now, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, and I think that's, I think that's, that's an key. important piece of it, right? Is that a lot of people have the best of intentions and some people do not realize just how big their carbon footprint is, or they're kind of rationalizing it like, oh, I need to do this for my family or this or that. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, that's also why, but, you know, look, we have a lot of inspiring stories on at earthgratitude.org through the festival, but also in the power of 8 billion, what I wanted to do there was to say, look, here's 20 years of research from the leading experts and all of these areas, like where, you know, all all the various ways that CO2 uh, is admitted, you know, how much, like a lot of people don't realize that plastic and polyester, over half the barrel of oil is used to make that. Mm. So, you know, reducing plastic not only saves the oceans, but it also saves the CO2 footprint greatly, um, choosing natural fibers rather than polyester. So, you know, it may feel like, oh my God, this is so daunting to learn all of this, but it's only a 250 page book you'll learn it all and then you can make better choices. And again, it's not like you have to go naked. You just choose natural fibers instead of polyester. You just yeah, take your well, and, water and bottle. Also, I mean, I think learning to repurpose, you know, it's not just yeah. about recycling, but to repurpose things and not to be such a throwaway society. That seems to be a real issue, I think, with especially here in the United States is, you know, everybody wants the latest and greatest. Well, how about repurposing the latest and greatest to make the newest? You know, I mean, why not? I mean, that seems like it's a it's very, very doable. I mean, what's old, it can be new again. So tell us about uh, the power of eight billion. Where are people going to be able to get it? Uh, will they be able to get it through um, through the Earth Gratitude, or do they should they go to your website? Yeah, that one you're going to have to go to my website. So it's nataliepace.com. Yeah, and I am going to make the ebook free on Earth Day, so be sure that you download it then. But uh, I wanted to say, um, if it's okay, real yes. quickly, when we were talking about you know use less, absolutely a big deal. But I think there's one statistic that a lot of people don't realize. About 9% of our plastic was recycled in 2018, the last year they have uh, statistics on it. So a lot of people think, oh, I can use and toss because it gets recycled. Well, first of all, that creates a lot of CO2 to recycle stuff. But the second thing is it's just not happening. So again, the truth is really important to get. And once you get it, then you can do, it tells you, look, here's what you can do about it, right? But you're right. If you use less, if you drive less, if you try to get more active and get out in nature more, um, all of these things are going to help tremendously. Well, and that's going to be part of Earth Gratitude Festival is even if people go away with just a couple of of um, gems, you know, it'll be just like finding a pearl, you know, (laughs) in the ocean. Yeah, I mean, we only need a couple of tips that we didn't know before that can absolutely change our direction in life and can just make us so much better. 
So I really encourage everyone to be part of the Earth Gratitude Festival. It's going to be really so much fun, so enlightening. And you'll be doing something great for the Earth. You don't have to go anywhere. You can just get it on your phone or on your computer or your um, your tablet, whatever. It's earthgratitude.org. And then you can find out everything about Natalie at nataliepace.com. That's N-A-T-A-L-I-E-P-A-C-E.com. Do you have any final words that you wanted to wrap it up with, Natalie? This has been delightful talking to you. Thank you. I really enjoyed talking with you as well. I think that at Earth Gratitude, what I love is that it's going to be in the morning. So you can be celebrating with everybody. And it's a fun way to learn. It's not going to be like, you know, a root canal or anything. And then you have the whole day. No, you have the (laughs) Yeah, you have the whole day to go out and just have fun and to let all of that new wisdom percolate into you. And I do have one last thing. I challenge all of us to reduce our carbon footprint this year by 30%. We really need to do it. It's up to us. And I know we can. And we can, we can. What a wonderful way to end it. We're going to all reduce our carbon footprint by 30% this year. It is, you know, it's not that hard to do. And you're going no. to find out the ways that it, that you can reduce um, at Earth Gratitude E-Festival coming up on April 22nd, April 23rd at uh, Earth gratitude.org. So be there, be there, be there with us. We're really excited to have you. Natalie, thank you so much for coming on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. Thank you for your vision. And uh, thank you for, you know, having that light bulb moment with uh, with Bill Gladstone, <laughs> yeah. who is always, oh, he's always up for a light bulb moment. I love that about him. You know, it's yeah. really, yes. it's such a great thing. And uh, I know it's going to, this is going to be such a great success and I'm really excited to hear these messages from all the special illuminaries that you have so graciously invited and they have accepted so earth gratitude we are very grateful to the earth and I'm grateful to you Natalie and to Chris for putting this all together and of course thank you to all the sponsors as well so thank you so much Natalie thank you thank you come join us at earthgratitude.org we'd love to have you earthgratitude.org. Well, when we come back from break, you're going to listen to the poem from Ruhani, one of the teens who has a short film with her poem in the Earth Gratitude celebration. My name is Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style. Be the star you are. I know you are out there shining and just keep shining brightly, but come back in a moment. We'll be right back. Thanks for joining me. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Be the star you are. The star you are. The annual cost of illiteracy to American taxpayers is over $225 billion. Help increase literacy, reduce violence, and improve positive media messages by making a tax-deductible contribution to Be The Star You Are charity. A top-rated nonprofit, Be The Star You Are promotes positive role models, produces positive radio broadcasts, and donates positive books to empower women, families, and youth. Be a power partner and join our galaxy of stars. 
Visit our website at bethestarur.org to make a tax-deductible donation using PayPal or send checks to P.O. Box 376, 376, Moraga, California, 94556. BeTheStarYouAre.org. Dare to care. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show business well, we are back on our me. Earth Gratitude special here. And I'm just so excited about this festival, and I'm really excited about my two teens uh, from Be The Star You Are and Express Yourself Teen Radio that have been accepted into the festival. You know, uh, they're along with the world's respected experts like the Dalai Lama and the Prince of Wales and Sia and Ed Begley Jr. and Elon Musk and so many other people, Ariana Huffington. Um, I could kind of go on and on. But now you're going to meet Ruhani. Shabra. She's a junior from Northern California. She is um, an amazing host on Express Yourself Teen Radio and a, a great volunteer with Be The Star You Are. In fact, she is our leader, the teacher of our writing course that she has designed herself, and she is chairing the magic show that will be happening on April 23rd. But she has written just a beautiful poem Uh, for Earth Gratitude called Shall Grandma Tell You. But let me introduce you to this lovely lady. Hello, Ruhani. Thank you for your style. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to read my poem. I know. I'm excited too. But I just also want to tell people what an incredible writer you are. You actually published your first novel, The Karis Family, when you were only 10. And, <laughs> and But the other thing I have to just brag quickly is um, you were one of eight winners out of 11 thousand global <laughs> submissions for the New York Times personal narrative contest and uh, and uh, you have and you're very very humble but that's why I get to uh, shout from the rooftops <laughs> for you but uh, so I just want to say congratulations and I'm really excited that you are part of Earth Gratitude and with that would you be so kind to uh, share your poem um, shall grandma tell you yes of course um, I'm excited to read it thank you <laughs> In the near future, shall Grandma tell you a story of before? Floating in the Pacific, eager fish brushing against her fingertips. Powdered mountaintops, bright eyes taking in the wonder. Orderly seasons, bitter frost never disrupting those temperate days. Aromatic bulbs bustling to grow on the boundless green. We plucked so many, so carelessly. Grandma should have saved some for you. In the near future, shall Grandma make you envious of her lifestyle, how her joy came from unlimited consumption, traveling miles and staring at the serpentine sunrise, exploring a world that's now blemished beyond repair. Every corner she walked was exploited by so many, Yet all she did was relish in its diminishing beauty. 
in the near future, shall grandma speak of true greed? Thick black oil in the lungs of multicolored life you've only ever seen on a screen. Shall grandma speak of the record-breaking speed of disappearing ice dripping onto vacation lodges? Shall grandma speak of the alarm bells that rang in the mouths of children her age, fighting with them as much as she could, until she too realized assimilating to exploitation was easier than resisting it? Dear grandchild, I cannot tell you to fight. I can only apologize for your reality brought upon our lack of gratitude, our lack of strategic unity, our plentiful sins. For grandma has a secret. She wasn't born in the before. The before came before all of us were born. She spent most of her years in the near end of a limbo, of a world able to heed the warnings, ruled by nature and its blessings, or a corporate-ran, carbon-loving entity that we found it easier to bow down to than defy. Ah, that is so beautiful. Now I need your backstory. What held, What was the? What made you write this? How did you feel about it? Why was it um, important for you to write about your grandma and what was happening? Just give us a little bit of you know information on that. Yeah, of course. And, you know, I feel like in the past couple of years, climate change has reached a higher discussion point than it had before. I think when I was around 12 to 13, I was really starting to understand what it meant um, for humans to cause climate change. I wasn't really aware of the situation before. And of course, I feel like it's escalated quickly in the following year, in the past couple of years. And I just feel like you know, writing has always been a space where I can express whatever I'm feeling at whatever time. And, you know, just watching the news and seeing all this debate of people not even believing that our planet is changing when the evidence is just right in front of us, it made me want to write about the sheer ignorance. And I thought about my grandma because, you know, we usually try to leave a better world for future generations. And at the rate things are going, it doesn't seem like that can happen. When you talk uh, about um, the, uh, other generations, tell me about your generation. What about kids at your school? What about your friends? What about people you know? Uh, do you feel that they are concerned about the planet? Do they feel grateful for having our planet, you know, the way it is? What, what, do, you, what do you think about any of that? I honestly feel like my generation is pretty commendable in that aspect. I feel like so many kids I know are informed of, you know, climate change and what's happening. And we all try to play our part. I feel like my school has a lot of initiatives, you know, to go green or to do certain things to help out the environment, whether that's just like cleaning up trash after school. I used to organize. Um, we have a lake near my house and I would pick up trash with my friends, just go there. And it was nice to talk to them and just see the small difference we could make, um, just like two hours worth and how that can help just a little bit. And I feel like these days, knowledge um, is so accessible. We have the resources to understand what's going on. And I feel like my generation is believes in, you know, what's in front of us. Well, and thank goodness that they believe in it. I know that you've shared with me before that um, about going to your grandfather's garden. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, my grandpa, he um, 
be on a farm back in India. Um, that's where my parents are from. That's where my grandparents are from. And he's an agriculturalist. He knows all these tips and tricks. So when he came here, he wanted to continue that. He didn't have the farm anymore, but we did um, own a we own a plot in a community garden. Um, a little bit away from my house and it's just so nice it's really such a lovely environment you know you see all these delicious fruits and vegetables growing and I have so many fond childhood memories and you know I'm so grateful for him teaching me you know what it means to take care of the planet to give back to it to water the plants to you know plant these seeds it's just honestly I feel a very formative you know experience and I think every child should have the opportunity to be exposed you know to such greenery and goodness yeah you know what would you recommend for young people to do you know if they want if if you live in an apartment for example um what would you suggest for somebody to do so that they can be around a little bit more of nature Right. Yeah. Actually, my grandparents, um, they live in an apartment also. So the community garden is such a great place. You know, even if you don't have that space yourself, you can just go and you can share it with other, you know, residents. And it's such a nice communal space. I, I love it. And, you know, I'm sure there's so many initiatives and opportunities now. I remember talking about it on an Express Yourself show, how they're getting young people to join these, you know, marches and these different organizations. And they're all, you know, utilizing kids' skills to work towards this goal of, you know, changing our planet, how it's going right now and how. Well, and we also, you also talked about on Express Yourself, the the, uh, schoolyard gardens. And I thought that was really inspiring of how many uh, schools now have gardens and some of them are actually uh, using the vegetables right there in the kitchens to, for their lunch times. Yes, it's so inspiring. And I, I really hope that, you know, a lot of schools in the nation and even worldwide can have these opportunities. You know, it's so important to give them those resources and access to the education of, you know, how important our planet is. And we only have a couple minutes left, Ruhani, but I just wanted to, uh, again, share that you have led this um, writing workshop, and it's you're almost at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and how has it been for you? It has been such a great experience. You know, I have been a part of writing workshops before as a participant, but I never really have led one before. And it's such an amazing experience. I think every kid has so much imagination, you know, the things they come up with is just spectacular. And, you know, it's so nice to see their skills being honed. And, you know, I feel like there's not enough, you know, affordable spaces for children to do that sometimes. And, you know, I just love how we just get together and there's no shame or blame. Like no one is, I mean, there's some shy people. I'm pretty shy too, but I just love how it's become like a safe space for everyone. And, We get to just share ideas and have a lot of fun. 
And, you know, and that's the beauty of writing, isn't it? Is that uh, you can do it, you know, on your own without having to have an audience. And so you don't have to feel like you're being so judged. Yes. Well, Ruhani, you, you're really amazing. I'm so proud of all that you have accomplished. You. And I look forward to everything you're going to be doing. And for people, please tune in. Ruhani is a host on Express Yourself Teen Radio. She's on, on most Sundays, 3 p.m. right here on the Voice America Network. You're going to be able to hear her poem and see her beautiful film uh, at earthgratitude.org. That is going to be happening April 22nd and April 23rd. But you can go to uh, you can go to earthgratitude.org right now. And you can also find out about her writing program at bethestarur.org. And she's also the chairperson for our um, free magic show that's coming up as a special on April 23rd. So you can do Earth Gratitude in the morning from 8 to 10. And then at 12, you can have a magic show. So go to bethestarur.org and sign up. Ruhani, thank you so much for being on Star Style, Be The thank Star You, so you Are. Me. Have fun with the festival and all the festivities around it. And yay, many, many, many gratefulness, gratitude, appreciation, and love for Mother Earth. So thank you for being part of this galaxy, this wonderful <laughs> family star, star style. Thank you. Thank you. Well, and thank you all for being great listeners, allowing me into your life every week on Wednesdays from 4 to 5 p.m. Pacific. You can change your life. You can make your dreams come true. And just always remember to be grateful. For more information about Star Style Productions, visit CynthiaBryan.com or to give a donation or find out more about our nonprofit empowering women, families, and youth, please visit bethestarur.org. My aim is always to encourage, inspire, inform, amuse, and motivate. We want you to see beyond your physical being and know that you already are the star that you dreamed of becoming. Cherish the past, dream of the future, and celebrate every moment of your life. And until next week, when we celebrate once again, right here on Voice America Network Empowerment Channel Live, remember, love always wins, kindness always prevails, and smiles will keep us happy. I'm Cynthia Bryan for Star Style, thanking you and encouraging you to be the star you are. Be your unapologetically authentic self, have a wonderful week of dreaming, creating, inspiring, making a difference, and sign up for free for Earth Gratitude Festival. Go to earthgratitude.org. Thanks for joining me. Be the star you It's been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We have you on our radar as it's our goal to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to be the star you were born to be. 
For more information, visit StarStyleRadio.com. And to make a donation to the charity, go to BeTheStarYouAre.org. Ignite the flame that burns brightly within. Take charge of your life and coach yourself to success with our dynamic host and empowerment architect, Cynthia Bryan. Every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another serving of champagne for the spirit and a power boost to live with star style. Until we celebrate together next week, be the star you are.